Pornhub. Pornhub. The Pornhub Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Pornhub Podcast. Today's episode features the king of bisexual porn himself, Wolf Hudson. Now, most people that know me know that, one, I only watch gay porn where two dudes are fucking each other, and two, one of my ultimate sexual fantasies in the world is to have a true threesome with two guys, one where they're not only fucking me, but also fucking each other, too. And despite this being a super, super common fantasies, not only within porn, but also outside of porn, bisexual porn and just bisexuality in general is a super controversial topic in the porn industry, especially when it comes to bisexuality in men. Can men be bisexual? What does it mean to be a quote unquote crossover performer? And can we eradicate that term completely? Wolf is absolutely the biggest name in the game shooting by porn, and he's here to educate me. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. Wolf Hudson. Yes. I want to start out by saying we went to the same high school. We sure did. Who knew? At the same time. I know. A rickety old high school, too. Yeah. I, I think it's still around. I think it's still around. But you know what? The high school that I transferred from, mm-hmm. they're not around anymore. So, okay. it's. I guess we should mention that the high school that we graduated from yes. was an alternative school. Yes. it. Um, you had to be 16 to get in. Mm-hmm. You had to currently not be enrolled in any other school. Right. Um, it was for dropouts only. And the reason you and I didn't even know each other is because we went to the homeroom like once a week. And the rest of the week, you just did internships for yeah and then yeah you got all the credits and you can choose whatever profession you wanted right and it was in new york city which one did you do uh what um internship yeah i did one that like for a photographer's assistant um i worked at a preschool i worked at a kindergarten i worked at visionaire magazine really yeah and i've like they treated me like such shit (laughs) um yeah and and that's like i was at a dance school of course you were. I went to a dance school. That's actually where I really thrived. Because like, I actually did not graduate from City High School. Okay. And, but I still can maintain my scholarship, so I just studied dance. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised you didn't go to LaGuardia. The oh, that's a, that's, a, that's a long story. I actually was accepted to LaGuardia. But you didn't go. I couldn't go. Why? My mother would not allow me to go. To a performing arts school. To a performing arts school. Why? And she knew I was, I was an artist and drew and whatnot. She supported it, but... She said, and I quote, I just don't want you to be influenced by homosexuals. <gasps> yes. And my mother, mind you, she was not really homophobic growing up. She was a, a beautician, gay man around her, but she was very adamant about that. And I said, so you're going to prevent me from fulfilling my dream to mm-hmm. be an animator? I wanted to work for Disney. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm sorry. So then. And you're Dominican, correct? I'm Dominican. And she's Dominican? She's Dominican. So is it almost like that old school, like immigrant? Yeah. yeah. Just old fashioned kind of. Old fashioned, which was which was weird, though, because like it says she was, she was very progressive in a lot of aspects. But for whatever reason, that was just not a thing. Um, so I didn't go to LaGuardia. And I went to uh, another school called uh, Graphic Communication Arts. I figured that'd be closer to art. Right. Well, 
case in turn, just a lot of gay men there and lesbians and <laughs> everything in between. It's so it backfired. It's also New York City, so it's like you, know. you can't avoid the gays, I, Mom. I know, <laughs> but it is what it is. So at that point in your childhood, I guess, or teen years, like where where were you at in your sexuality? Um, I was nowhere in my sexuality. I never thought about my sexuality, which is interesting enough. I mean, I was always attracted to women. Um, men were never a thought. But until I got into gay porn, mm -hmm. which was like I, it was 21, when I thought about it, it didn't seem weird. I was like, yeah, I'll do gay porn. Like it wasn't a turn off. It wasn't a turn off, but at the time it wasn't a turn on. Right. It was just, oh, I could do this. Yeah, why not? Like you were very much a straight man shooting gay porn. Exactly. Gay for pay. Essentially, uh, essentially gay for pay. Um but it was through gay porn that I found myself much more comfortable with it and then really getting into wanting to push the envelope just because I knew being the person who I was came with its territory and it got a certain reaction. Mm -hmm. And so I really got to strut my stuff and, and I started Almost to enjoy shock it. shock value? Pardon? A shock value? Yeah, shock value. But I, you are I, a performer. But, but I was enjoying it too. So it... it, it it just seemed like a very natural thing. So actually, when people ask, when did you come out? I'm like, I was never in the closet. Right. I've, I've just always been open about everything. How do you describe your sexuality now? Fluid. Fluid. Yeah, sexually fluid. Uh, romantically, emotionally, I'm, I'm still attracted to women. Uh -huh. Like uh, hetero-romantic. Uh, hetero-romantic. That's a beautiful word. Um, but physically, sexually, I'm... Um, Attracted to both, I enjoy both. Equally, would you say? Equally, yeah. For the yeah. most part, yeah. Equally, yeah. I mean, it really honestly depends on the on the people. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have much of a sex life today, but when I do engage, yeah, it's pretty equal distribution. It's so interesting that like it, a lot of people I talk to, you know, obviously, my the pool is porn, right? So it's like we're already very sexually open people, but I find right. that. I would say most of us are pretty fluid. Right. Most of us swing both ways right. in, to a certain extent, mm -hmm. at least. Mm -hmm. um, and yet, it's so hard. A lot of us, it's so hard to say bisexual. But you know what? I proudly say bisexual because, you know, a lot of people will say um, pansexual. Mm -hmm. They'll use the Q word. I won't say it. Um, I'm sorry. Wait. The Q word. Why? Um, well, I won't say it out of respect because no, you're no, you, you can you can say it. I won't queer say. Queer is the word. Yes, I don't use that word because growing up in New York in the Bronx, that word was used as a derogatory word. That was used yes. as a weapon. You still say that today in those areas. It's like saying the F word. You will get knocked out. You you purposely use that word to decimate somebody and hit them below the belt. Okay. So growing up with that and, and being called that i don't subscribe to um normalizing it mm -hmm. i give everyone the autonomy to use that word freely however they want i just can't use it for myself oh very interesting i've never heard that before but yeah. that makes complete sense because i kind of keep saying that like it has a new meaning now yeah. right and and perhaps that's true in la and new york <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> but in other parts i mean if you go to the south yeah they're not using that word in the right. way that a lot of people are using it right. now. That makes sense. Yeah. So I personally don't don't use it. But anyway, okay. so just kind of not digressing from it. Um, oh, who was my train of thought? Well, I was even saying like for me personally, like it's hard for me to call myself bisexual and I don't know right. why it's 
it, it just didn't feel right. Like, so I, I give this very long roundabout answer of like, well, I also am hetero romantic. I only am in relationships with men, but I love fucking women. Yeah. Like it's, it's like this long ass answer that could so easily be shortened down to bisexual. And yet it doesn't sit right with me for some reason. And it's funny because as uh, the newer generations come about and they're a lot more open, they more so are not using that word. Why so you have that? the you have the old school that it hides their sexuality and don't want to use that word, and then you have a newer generation that's very open but don't use that word. It's almost passe. It's almost passe. This, this is for some reason that the 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 connotation behind bisexuality is greedy. You know, having it both ways, really um, eating their cake and having it too. Right. You know, it's all these different things. It just comes with just people who are just sexually devious right so a lot of the times because there's so many different levels of sexuality it just seems like that is just not the right fit so fluidity uh, the keyword pansexual is a little bit more you know acceptable yeah i probably say bisexual i think bisexual for me yeah. it's very defined i am attracted to men i'm attracted to women and and it's not even about I'm attracted to just anybody. It's for me it's not that it's very specific, man, woman. Yeah. And I think it's a great thing and I think that um I think that word should be enhanced and there should be more visibility behind it. And so if I'm the one who can at least for, you know, small mm -hmm. little section of it put it out there, and so be it. There's also that thing I think especially for men, right? Like we don't really as a society allow men to be bisexual no not at all it's like it's it's like a woman can go through a decade fucking women and then she marries a man and it's like oh you just went through a phase like yeah and i've always analyzed that too it's like mm -hmm. why is it okay for a woman and not for a man right so this is kind of my theory it might be antiquated but we'll go with it so the world is ruled by men so to speak Men are in control. Men are in power. Women are have been viewed as second class, which is not true. So women being the inferior sex in their eyes can get away with something like that because women are soft, women are beautiful, so they can get away with these kind of things. Men are supposed to be men. To do that, to deviate, makes them inferior. It's putting them on the level of women. It's weak. It's weak. It's, it's some it's, beta it's, shit. Yeah, it's, it's some beta shit, but I've found that the men who scream the loudest are the ones who are the most closeted well we all know that we all know that but it's not talked about and and you'd be surprised a lot of people don't know that really absolutely you you think oh that man is, yeah he's straight i mean look at in this industry there's a look lot at of, how homophobic he is of course he's straight there, there's, there's a lot of homophobic men in this industry mm -hmm. and people think that they're straight i know better I kind of really wanted to talk to you specifically. I've been like, it, it's funny because like we're at AVN right now and I just ran into you in the hallway mm -hmm. and I haven't seen you in a couple of years, but I've been wanting to talk to you specifically about this. And I've said this on the podcast a few times that I want to talk to you specifically about homosexuality, bisexuality, sexuality of men in general in porn. Right. The, the landscape of porn is very, very different now. Um, and the world, Absolutely. I suppose. Right. Um, I think we're allowed to be more fluid now, like you said. Yeah. But when you got into porn mm. and you came from a gay porn background mm -hmm. coming into straight porn, mm -hmm. there were a lot of people that would not shoot with you. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of people that would not hire you. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of people who would honestly talk behind your back. Right. Mm -hmm. 
saying, oh, Wolf Hudson has shot gay porn. Yeah. We don't work with him. Yeah, what does we that don't associate mean? with him. Yeah. And now, if someone were to say that in porn now, you'd get punched in the face. Um. No? Uh, no. Not, ex- not, so? not, ex- not exactly. Not exactly. You would be assassinated on Twitter at the very least. Uh, depending on what's said, depending on what crew you're with. Okay. Yeah. Fair. I mean, there, there's, there's still blatant homophobia in in the industry i mean nothing has changed so far as opposed as 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 far as me being a person who has sex with men and women that is still across the board and where it comes from is at the top the agents all the agents most of the agents uh there with the exception of a few still have the whole crossover thing crossover i don't use that word to me it's a derogatory word it means this person has had sex with men and because he's had sex with men, he's susceptible to HIV. So when people say, oh, Wolf Hudson's a crossover performer, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm a bisexual performer. I'm an adult film performer. But that word is used. Crossover, to, to, to we usually that. use it in terms of someone who is shooting gay porn and in the straight Yeah, porn but there's pool. no crossing over. If, if, if a female performer can shoot with both, a male could do just the same. But that particular word is used to kind of emphasize HIV. Totally, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and there are agents that, ha- that that still push that to this day. There's a major agent, I won't mention his name. I've tried booking his girls through him. Reason for that, all of his girls want to shoot by content with me. Yes. All of them. Sure. They're like, I'm turned on, it's so hot, I can't shoot it because of my agent. Yeah. I hear that from other agencies too. Yep, and, and the reasoning like just playing devil's advocate here that the Asians say I not the, I don't agree with this just so you know yeah, no. but the, what the Asians say is like oh no one will ever work with you again right right which is total bullshit because here's the thing that kind of language that kind of mentality you're perpetuating it mm-hmm. it's a so, self-fulfilling prophecy because at the end of the day who's consuming porn people what are they going to watch that person they don't care if they shot this or that because they're not searching for this or that. They're searching for this content. Mm-hmm. So the popularity of a po- performer will not be dampered by uh, what the general population will say. That's all within the industry. Mm-hmm. If there are performers that do not want to shoot with somebody for doing this, that's their prerogative. Mm-hmm. My problem is not being given the option to do that. Being being told there are repercussions for you doing this, being scared and bullied into doing that. Mm-hmm. That I have a problem with. Mm-hmm. If a girl says, I don't want to shoot with, with Wolf Hudson. He shoots with men. I just don't feel safe with that. That's cool. Right, Th- right, that's, right. Doesn't bother me. You're missing out. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. It's plain and simple. You're, you're missing out. Do you, boo? But being told that you can't do that and because of that, and that you is have bad to stop. for That's, your career. And it's bad for your career. For whose career? If if, if they're going to shoot you, they're going to shoot you. If they're not going to shoot you, they're not going to shoot you. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, if you're an amazing, excellent bomb performer, they're going to shoot you. So that being said, I do feel like we're a, the, the porn world is a little bit more lenient now. I mean, is that correct to say? I don't think so. Not at all. No, I don't think so. So like you don't see a difference in your work? No. Wow. No, not at all. Wow, it's, it's, I really it's, have... it's still prevalent. So I've been doing this for fourteen years. Yeah. It's still no. I believe prevalent. you. If if anyone knows, it's you. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I can. I mean, and it's funny. There has been some leniency, like in in terms of there are studios now that are branching out and starting bisexual studios. Yes. You know, Mind Geek is doing it. Uh, Devils always shot it, but now they're really pushing it, and a bunch of other select studios. They're really pushing it. Um, 
but it's still a business game. So it's like, we'll shoot this, but we'll shoot this with people that want to do this. We won't put the male performers in straight porn. So there's still the segregation. There's still okay. money to be made. The girls, okay. The guys, no. We'll keep you in this lane. We'll just okay. have to find girls that'll shoot with you. Right. Very yeah. interesting. So it's still very hard. There's still those great performer, uh, pardon, uh, directors and productions that don't give a damn that will go out and like, you know what? We're going to hire you regardless. You're just awesome. And we'll find you a partner that will want to shoot with you. You know, and, and those people have to be commended. But there's not a lot of voices when it when it comes to that. There's right. still the powers that be. And I will put it squarely on the agents. If every single agent single-handedly just threw away that, mm-hmm. and when a, when a female performer comes into the industry, and they're not fed that propaganda, and they're actually fed facts. This is how STDs works. These are the kind of performers you want to work with, people that respect you, people that uh, respect your boundaries, and things like that. If, if it was... A very healthy environment and you were given the tools that you need Mm -hmm. it would be a lot different I think also I mean speaking from my personal experience I when I first started porn I was with an agent called agency called gold star modeling Mm -hmm. and so I can attest to that like it is a very real thing I was booked in a scene with Christian and I was told to put and Christian has been on the podcast before he's a very famous porn star um and he did gay porn. Mm-hmm. He does all kinds of porn, actually. Um, he most notably trans porn, right. right? Yeah. And at the time, he at the time he was not even shooting gay porn, and yet my agent straight up told me, um, you know, don't put him on your no list. Don't he, work with he him. He was doing both at the time. He was doing uh, not gay porn. He had started, but then he was doing trans and mm-hmm. straight, and, and that was still no no. And it's like the thing is like. You know, now I'm 35 years old now. Yeah. I have my own opinions now. Sure. You know what I mean? I've been around porn. I'm comfortable in my sexuality. I know what's up. I've done my research. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But as a new girl coming into the industry, mm-hmm. of course I'm going to do what my agent says. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't know any better. Absolutely. Why would I not trust this person with decades of experience versus me who knows nothing? So that it's a real a real thing that happens, Absolutely. and you're so right. Like if the Asians stopped doing that, these girls who never had anything against gay performers before, mm-hmm. bisexual performers before, mm-hmm. wouldn't even develop these feelings. And for the Asians, to their credit, it's just business. It's not personal, so they're not making this a personal thing sure. for them. What they're seeing is they don't want to interfere with their assets. They don't want their assets to become a liability. Sure. And so because they're they're, they're still so antiquated with that mentality about gay performers, HIV, it's like I can't have them be risked with that. It's not even about health. Can we get into like why that that even is the stigma? I mean, it, it is true that before. Yeah. Um, the a lot of gay companies, a lot of the major gay studios were not like we didn't have the same testing protocol. Right. That's no longer even true. Right. Right. For the for the most part. For the most part, that's no longer true. Right. And and yet, and the thing is, like that still doesn't. It's not the point because the point is when you work on a straight production, you're going by their testing protocols anyway. You're only as good as your last test. You're only as good as your last test. Anyone could have done anything in between their last test Absolutely. and when they're working with you, regardless of if they're gay, bisexual, trans, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it's it's a very loaded issue that... It's, 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 it's hard for me to even like try to wrap my brain around it because 
it's it, to me it just seems so simple it's so obvious what's real and what's not and yet all these years all these decades nothing's really changed and with that mentality like people to this day so do not know what hiv is yeah oh you have no idea like i don't know at least once a week i have to educate someone that hiv and aids are not the same thing right for example yeah and like that's crazy and and myself included i didn't know you know what I mean? Yeah. Before I got into porn, I didn't know anything about mm -hmm. STDs in general. I remember the first time I got chlamydia, I thought my life was over. <laughs> I was like, no one can know. Meanwhile, I've had it like six times since then. Yeah. And you know what? Having a cold is worse. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? I'm more afraid of gonorrhea, <laughs> syphilis, and hep C. <laughs> yeah. Than I am HIV. And no, honestly, it's it's true. Like, um, you know, HIV is pretty manageable these days it's manageable it would be worse it's, to get lyme disease for real it it's manageable it's, it's not a death sentence mm -hmm. most men and women who live with hiv live a very healthy mm -hmm. life it's not what it used to be so much so they're undetectable yep which means zero and i will repeat zero chance of transmission mm -hmm. and it took me a, a long time to come to terms with that because i grew up in a generation where like Absolutely. oh you have hiv uh we all did yeah, we were kids you, of the you, 80s you, and, yeah. you, and you can transfer hiv if you're hiv positive not knowing that no if, if someone is hiv positive and they're on their medication there is no way you can transmit because the viral load is so low to the point of undetectable it's literally sex dormant ed is such shit there's no sex it's ed such you know i didn't even know i've been on birth control for most of my teen and adult life mm -hmm. not even knowing and i took health class i went to private school like mm -hmm. i didn't even know that there's only one day a month i can get pregnant <laughs> and meanwhile i'm taking birth control pills 30 days of the month 31 days of the month for like 20 years of my life mm -hmm. for not fucking with my hormones for nothing all i have to know is like all i had to do was learn my cycle and avoid getting cream pied a few days of the month <laughs> like <laughs> it's crazy to me like and that's the reality i mean it's just starting even before porn just in school in the household there's no education whatsoever no. and whatever they do it's like don't have sex yeah don't have sex yeah look you can get this you can get this this but they're, they're, they're not really giving you the tools and really explaining the very nuance of of each thing and what it does and what it doesn't do and it's also the reason we you know kids are watching porn and thinking oh a gangbang is normal right right oh we can have anal every day that's completely normal there's no prep involved right. like you know uh, not knowing there's so much that goes into it yeah yeah so it's, it's the same crazy. thing with like hiv i mean I've, I've i would say within the last even two years i've learned more than i ever did and i mm -hmm. thought i was well versed in mm -hmm. in the subject and I'm on prep, mm -hmm. and I've been on prep now for a year and a half. Can we talk about prep? Sure. I'm not on prep. Um, sure. I know a lot of people on prep. I actually don't know much about it. Yeah. So it is essentially the anti-HIV pill. The anti-HIV pill, it, uh, it protects... It protects your T cells from being uh, infected by the HIV virus. So is it this? It's not a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. What it does is so like basically, when HIV enters your body, uh, it immediately attacks your T cells. Your T cells are basically responsible for keeping you healthy, your immune system in check. Uh, so when you have any kind of infection, your T cells come into action and attack it. Well, the problem is HIV enters the T cells, it multiplies into the billions. It destroys itself, and then they spread and start attacking more. So your body can't keep up with it and produce it, hence HIV infection. With the with PrEP, 
basically it creates a protective coating be around the T cells. So basically, HIV virus bounces off, which gives your fi your body a fighting chance to actually fight it. And what percent, like? Uh, what percent of like how effective it is? Yeah. Oh, uh, if if taken regularly, which is the recommended way to do it, um, it's pretty much. Uh, 70 uh, sorry 97 to 99 oh, percent wow. good but you have to take it um daily which is as good as a condom really. uh, but pretty much um even more so it's actually more protective for someone who is HIV positive on their medication oh, okay because there's zero chance yeah. of transmission yeah um but it's pretty good you can miss a day do you take so so i was gonna ask is it like a daily thing it's a daily thing and is it and it's just one pill it's just one pill and does, and does it have it, side effects um, the short-term side effects when you initially take it can be anywhere between headaches to diarrhea, nausea, things like that. It can last a couple hours, a couple days, a couple weeks to a couple months. Okay. Which in a couple months, is, that's brutal for a lot of people, so they stop taking it. Yeah. Um, that's the short-term. And even with the short-term, it only affects a very small population of the general okay. public that takes it. Um, the Is it covered by insurance? Uh, it can be covered by insurance. Everybody's different. Um, if you make under... 60,000 a year you can actually get it for free okay. through special uh organizations that deal with it. Um uh what was what was I going to say? And, uh, oh, were, and and um were you going to say the long term? Oh, the long term effects is uh kidney damage and loss of bone density. Okay. There's something else I forget, but yeah, those are the the big ones. So actually when you get tested, you do it every 3 months and they check for your liver, make sure okay. everything's properly. Like Accutane. Yeah, they did that when I was on acupuncture. But I mean, any basically any pill, you still would have to check your liver because yeah, that's where because that's goes. where it goes through exactly. Like literally anything, right? Even even they say like vitamins. And yeah, that shit. yeah, right, pretty much. Wow. So I kind of want to talk more about your career. Mm -hmm. So you said you got in. You you first did gay porn. No, I started in straight. Oh, you started in straight. I started in straight. But so I, take me through the whole thing. Okay. So uh, I was <laughs> I was I was a bookkeeper. What? Uh, I was a, yeah. Wait, like the gambling kind? No, 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 like the office kind. I oh. I, 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 I handle the money. <laughs> like, you mean like a bookie? No, no, I handle people's money. I used Where? to I used like to work at, in New York. Kind? I used to work for a button distributor. We sold buttons. What? Like on 34th Street or whatever? Yeah, you got, yeah pretty much. Yeah, yeah, like the fashion district. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually it was 38th Street. Okay, yeah. Uh yeah, so I worked there and um I did it for a while and the company went through a merger. Who knew those button companies <laughs> so long story short they started laying off from each department they laid me off but i was actually happy i hated the job okay so i was like i gotta do something that's independent i can work for myself make my own hours so i went on craigslist i looked for the the, the weirdest jobs i mean i was a, a bike messenger i was blah 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 Which and in then, new york is not a weird job actually no it's not but i mean it was just random yeah and then I, I went on craigslist and i'm looking and looking and then i saw the adult section i'm like hmm and I, was, and I was at my friend's house on his computer, and, I, and I'll never forget, I was looking at it, and I saw an ad for a gangbang. They were looking for guys, and I looked at my friend Rob, and I'm like, yo, Rob, I think I'm going to do porn. He's like, get the fuck out of here. You're not going to do porn. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do porn. Yeah, right. Fuck my ass. And pause, because <laughs> yeah. let me just say, me being from New York. Yeah. We don't know people in porn. No. Like, it's not like Cali or even no. Vegas or, you know, SF right. or whatever. Like, it's not like, you know, the lighting guy. Or, it's not it's an not industry. It's not like that. Like, we barely know strippers. Like, yeah. it's really, it's really, porn is like, you may as well be like, I'm going to go be an astronaut. Pretty much. Yeah. So, I, I did, I went to the shoot. It worked. 
you know, below the belt and uh, just kept doing it. And it was straight porn. And it was actually a girl who said, why aren't you doing gay porn? It pays so much more. And I'm like, really? Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And gay porn pays way much, especially at the time when I got in. Okay. Back in the day when there was money. Yeah, it paid, it paid a lot what more. What year was this? I got in in 2006. Okay. Yeah. So like the better half of the late 2000s. Yeah, it was paying good. It paid anywhere between a thousand to three thousand, sometimes even five thousand. So, and and this is like kind of the golden era of porn, as they call it. At the when, very end of the golden era, when it was DVD, VHS, and internet kind of just crossed. Yeah, for a couple of years there, right? Right, right. And people were making stupid money. Right, but yeah. it, but the internet was still just kind of like it was waiting for its moment to right. just break. It was like MySpace days. Yeah, right. Totally. <laughs> totally. So yeah. So then I I did my gay porn shoot the first one wasn't good so i was like oh maybe it's just not for me but i realized it was the the male performer and what kind of scene was it yeah, it was just a regular scene regular scene just and were you bottoming or topping or uh i was topping okay yeah and then um by the second scene uh it actually went really good okay yeah it, it went it went great and i was like okay and i loved the people i was working with so i just kept doing it by 2007 i realized I wanted to do this full time, and I had to move to California. Yeah, I was still in New York. Yeah, yeah. So I moved to California, and and moved to San and Francisco. And in order to shoot for big studios, like you just have to live in LA. Like you have to be here. But like I was in San Francisco. To... At oh, the time. oh, yeah. So I was strictly at that point just doing gay porn. And is th- most of the gay porn scene at in the time SF? Okay. At the time, the big ones were up there. Okay. Um, and actually, my reintroduction into straight porn again was through Kink, which okay. was the biggest and in san francisco and they did everything so that uh they were basically my my vessel to get my my door through that makes sense or get me through the door yeah 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 Yeah. but i know i was i was doing primarily gay porn and when you were working at kink in the straight porn were you like what were you subbing i was i was subbing yeah uh for the most part because those are the roles that were um available usually like like let's say sex and submission and things like that, those were available for the more established male performers. Right. Yeah, so it was a little bit harder to do that and you kind of had to be a little bit in with the director because they were the ones who would request. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of true of any porn company, yeah, really. Yeah, exactly. And, and and I knew that. And it, so it wasn't, uh, you know, I, I didn't have a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. So I just knew I had to like pay my dues and Being work a male up. performer, I have to say, is like really humbling because those first few years, like... <laughs> Man, like yeah. you guys are not doing the scenes you thought you'd be doing. No, in those first well, years. in straight porn, in gay porn, you're treated like a rock star. <laughs> you, uh, Shishi Larue once said, uh, you only need th- uh, two or three things: a beautiful face, beautiful body, and a big cock. Only two of those. You only things. need two of the three. I need two. Yeah, the only exception is if you have a massive cock, you can be ugly and be out of shape. <laughs> but it, but for that, it's got to be like it's got to be like. Yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be like dread. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be big. So it, it's all. It's, the, the culture was a lot more different. There was it was celebrated yeah. in straight porn. Obviously, it's a it's a hustle. You have to really kind of work and do the shoes you don't want to do, but you gotta do it if you want to get through and improve yourself. So at the point that you start shooting straight porn at Kink, like were you? Were you like, oh, I, I think I'll just do both now? Like, was that the, yeah, the plan? Yeah, because it, it, I, I mean, I love having sex with women. So yeah. for me, it was like, well, why not? Yeah. You know, I mean, I. It, 
And it, was, it just didn't seem out of the ordinary. And and did you feel the? I guess no, backlash is not the right word, but like what? Like did you feel like the? Is animosity the right word? I, I don't know. Like the hostility well, right I, away? I, I didn't know about it until I tried to venture into straight porn. But like out of kink, you mean? Or right, right, right. It, out of kink. Because within kink, it's it's kink's its own bubble. Kink's its own bubble. But Where everyone is super sex positive. But they like did make cool, me aware. Everyone's fluid. Absolutely. But they did make me aware of, you know, kink is a very unique company. Yeah. The straight porn industry in Los Angeles is a whole different jungle, and I was just, I was shocked. I'm like, wait a minute, so I'm gonna be ostracized and be judged by doing that? And the first time I met you, we were we shot for um, it was, kink. was it Joey? No, oh, it no, wasn't the, fir- for no kink. the first time I met you was at Kink. Wasn't it Kink? I thought yeah. it was for Joey. No, no, no. The first time we worked together was for Joey. The first time we oh, met was, was that, that you were just new. Yeah. We, we, we uh, I remember, we, I think we were picked up at the airport. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, we yes. were in the big band. That's the cool thing. So back when we would shoot at the Armory at, in San Francisco, one of the cool things is like, there's always like a couple other porn stars on your flight mm-hmm. to San Francisco and back. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of like, they're kind of like your friend for the day, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're yeah. traveling with yeah. them, you're Shell waiting buddy. at the airport, that's a whole thing. Right. So it's, it's like you, you kind of create these like mini friendships yeah like temporary friendships i just remember you, you were so meet. happy like you were so like i mean at least you were very happy to see me and you didn't know me i was like wow this girl's amazing and you weren't asa yet so i got to see asa before she became asa you haven't changed you, you know you, you you're still one of the good ones uh but no i got to see you before you became that and and so when you did become who you later became i was very happy for you oh thank you i really was i was like wow look at her go Thank you. That's yeah. really nice of you to yeah, say. Because, you know, sometimes it gets to people's heads and it just, yeah. it changed. Yeah. But anyways, no. But then uh, because you knew me, mm-hmm. Joey asked if you wanted to do it and mm-hmm. you said yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we did a scene together for Joey Silvera for Evil Angel. My only regret was there was no penetration. There was no penetration. No. I, yeah. There was no, it was a strap. It was, it was a strap on scene. Yeah. And. But I requested you. You did. I sure did. He was Thank he you. was asking me because he was doing an an all Asian girl film. Yeah, I was that's like, right. who do you want to work with? I said Asa. He's like, oh, we already had her in the in in one. She was with the box car. I was like, yeah, I want Asa. <laughs> it was. I think it was Strap Attack. It was yeah, Strap Attack. Yeah, or something or Strap Attack volume. Two, blah, 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 yeah, blah. seventeen. Asian Strap Attack. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay yeah. Yeah. Go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I personally requested you, so I was, I was very happy. And it was a great shoot. Yeah, it was a great was shoot. It was a fun day. Yeah. But yeah, I I wish like. I wish we could do a totally different kind of scene. I've been trying forever, (laughs) but listen, things happen for a reason. And, you know, there's plenty of people that I've never had the chance of working with, but I've also have worked with a lot of extra extraordinary people. Yeah. So it's, that's kind of the nature of the, of the beast. You don't Mm -hmm. always get to shoot with everybody. I know. Like there's so many people that I'm like, that's so weird that I've never like, like I've never shot with Phoenix Marie, which to me is so weird. That's insane. It's so weird. Like we're, we came in at the same time. We both do anal. Like we're, it, it just like makes no sense. Whatsoever. She was another one too, who personally reached out to me. She's like, "I need to fuck you. I, nobody wants to put us together. I want to fuck you. Do you want to fuck me?" And I'm like, "Yeah. Can we do something? I don't care. Let's trade whatever." And she and she did it. She yeah. really wanted you did to the the old content trade. We did no. It was no for me. It was content trade for sure. Yeah. But it also had that extra layer of like, I really want to fuck. Her. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so in porn, content trade is is a real thing. 
It's when we shoot um, with another talent and uh, we, we just use it for our own production, whether it be our website, our Pornhub page or whatever. But um, it's also code for... I want to fuck you. I want to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the porno version of can I get your number? Yeah. Right? <laughs> pretty much. But I'm, you know what? Personally for me, I am, I've always been very business about it. I've, I try not to mix business with pleasure. Yeah. I'm in the moment when I'm with someone. It's very authentic. But I try not to cross that boundary, especially with a female performer. I never want to put a female performer in an uncomfortable position. So I try to keep it as respectful and professional have you ever as possible. dated anyone in the industry few a few a few anyone yeah. i know uh i can't mention publicly. so yes that's a yes, yeah, that's, 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 a that, yes. That, that's a yes <laughs> yes specific reasons so i don't I'm not gonna get into that yeah <laughs> uh but yes i've dated in the industry actually one i can tell you her name is uh nikki darling oh yeah i've we were together. oh i knew that i knew you guys dated we were together for four years yeah yeah she's not was, in anymore and she's not she was in. a spieler girl no she wasn't she wasn't? No. Uh, she seemed like a Spiegler girl. Uh, Spiegler uh, was interested at one point, but uh, she took a back seat for a moment. She had to step away from the industry yeah. to take care Very of some beautiful personal girl. stuff. Beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. She was, she's still my my one true love. Yeah. But we're, we're great friends. Um, but uh, yeah, no, no. I, I I try to be very respectful, and so I I don't cross that boundary. Yeah, yeah. I've crossed it so many times. Well, listen, <laughs> I, I don't judge. Everybody's their own unique people. But yeah. I, I, for me, especially for me, because of the scrutiny that I get, mm-hmm. I just go out of my way to really be as professional and nice you as possible. You must have the toughest fucking skin, because like the thing is, New York. New York. That's New York, baby. New York. I grew up in the Bronx, Washington Heights. There was no bullshit. You know, yeah. New Yorkers. We don't have time for bullshit. So that that was the the initial uh, testing grounds, like yeah. really building me up to, to 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 take me. Not to say that I haven't had my moments of of down, but that that is what made me a lot stronger. Being in porn, being in porn, that alone is ostracizing, right? Yeah. You're already cut off from a lot of society. A lot of people are shitting on you just because you're in sex work, period. Mm-hmm. And then to have the infighting. And then to be within porn. Yeah. I, I can't, like, oh. imagine. But I'm in a position today yeah. where I call my own shots. I don't worry about the politics. If, yeah. It's like if you and don't you're wanna... shooting most of your own shit, right? I'm basically, and yeah. you're I, killing it. I'm cher- Thank you. I'm cherry picking yeah. the studios that I work with. I tell people no all the time. Yeah. It's great. You're like one of the most popular people, content creators on Pornhub. I know that for a fact. Um, yeah, I, I would say. I mean, at least people within my shit. genre. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been very humbling. Yeah. I don't take it for granted, but nor am I going into it with that thought process like I'm trying to change things. But also, sure, maybe that's not your thought process, but I think like speaking from the outside, that's the perception is like you are changing things. But that's that's entirely up to you. That, that's not for me sure. to decide. Like I can't call myself a porn star. That's for somebody else to decide. My thing about it, and I, and I do recognize I have made some change absolutely um my thought process into it is i love shooting by porn i want to have a good time this is an excuse to really just have a great time yeah and make good money whatever happens after that is entirely up to you know divine intervention the gods whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it i i can't i can't make that happen i can't well how do you say i can't uh it's out of my control mm-hmm. you know so 
if I have had some influence on someone, if I've changed certain things, that's fantastic, but that's not my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is to entertain, first and foremost. Wow. If you're having a good time with my scenes, awesome. If you're not, I'll do better. Yeah. But that being said, you're also pretty like involved in like the politics of porn, no? Like liter- the literal politics. I mean, I th- like not so much. Not so much anymore. Every now and then, like I'll go on social media and I'll say very specific things. Yeah. But I don't get into fights. No, I speak my truth. Yeah. No, no, that's not what I meant. But I think like you're regarded as like definitely a pioneer. You're regarded as definitely someone who's very well educated and well spoken and someone who is really like standing up for what they believe. Well, in porn well that, that's that's nice to hear i mean i'm just i'm just living my best <laughs> You're life like, i just want to fuck i no, <laughs> no, but, no, but it's, no i do want to <laughs> fuck but i, I just, i'm just i'm an entertainer yeah I, I i i've never tried to hurt anybody i just want to work and have what a good were you time like growing up like were you like just a typical new york kid like no. oh, Yankees hat oh or? god no i mean well the yankees had yes but <laughs> go yankees not my half my family's mets <laughs> um no i was honestly i was a very awkward kid a lot of it had to do with being uh sheltered my mother was just very defensive of me. She didn't want me to go out. I couldn't go out to parties. Yeah, we're protected. I had to be back home before the streetlights went on. That's how <gasps> in New York. In New York, that's but especially in the nineties, girl. Like it was, it was dangerous. Yeah, back then. yeah, yeah. True. So my mom didn't want me to be around drugs and gangs. So she did everything she could. She, so you weren't like a party kid. No, I wish I do. Well, I wasn't a party kid until I got to high school. Yeah, sure. Then I like rebelled against my mom, and I'm like, Fuck. yeah. There's nothing like being a high schooler in New York. You don't it's, even need a car. To I went to anywhere. Limelight when Limelight was Same? still a thing. Same. Fake ID. Same. Oh my god. Yeah. Fake ID. Fake, uh, fake ID. ID. Bought on St. Mark's Place to get into Limelight I back when limelight. it was still Limelight. Fuck yeah. Yep. Then it became Avalon. Right. Yeah. And then but like I, and then something like Spider Club or something. Oh, like I, I was gone by then. Know. But that was like when we were in our twenties. But it already. was like the be- at least for me it was the best nightclubs the mm-hmm. best underground parties i mean that was go to, like tunnel the, when you were like 15 yeah yeah <laughs> those, those were like going times. to raves in jersey before bloomberg ruined everything <laughs> but yeah there's nothing like being a fucking kid in new york yeah, no it was a good time to be in new york i'm not i mean even with the, all the bad stuff it was just exciting it was like yeah. you felt like you were just somewhere do you think kids are like that now in new york i don't know what they're like in new york to be honest with you i'm like it's so vanilla now. It's so vanilla now, and it's Good like God. so rich. First of all, it's I don't like it. It's, I really it's don't. It's very different. So like, so I recently had a baby, and like I've always said my whole life, if I ever have a kid, I have to raise them in New York. I, <laughs> yeah. Because you know how it is growing up in New York, you just kind of have this thing in you where you believe that people from New York are cooler than everyone else. Like you just kind of believe mm-hmm. that. A little bit of me still thinks it. Mm-hmm. So like I was always like, my kid has to be a New York kid. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like. I don't even know if that exists anymore. Like I don't know. It's it's. I mean, I maybe like not in like like downtown New York, like Manhattan or like Midtown or something like that. I'm sure maybe like in the Bronx is still like that. Sure. But but a lot of places are being gentrified, even in the Brooklyn places that I grew up. Completely. Oh, Brooklyn's gone. Brooklyn is gone. Yeah. I mean, and it's creeping up to Washington Heights where I grew up. I'm like, good God. Yeah. There's a Starbucks there. I'm like, yeah. Spaha. That's all. Oh. Spaha. <laughs> No, I, I don't. I don't know if the kids today are like what we were growing up. I'm, I'm glad I got what I got. 
Me too. Yeah, I'm I'm still New York. I will still speak my mind. I will say fuck you to your face. <laughs> if you don't like it, too bad. I'm ha- I'm just happy I got all my partying out of the way before like it really mattered, yeah. you know? I got my partying out of the way so early. Like, by the time I was 24, I'm like, I'm tired. I was sober at 21. Were you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, by the time I hit, like, 21. No, that's not true. That's not true. 23, I was sober. I was just like, man, I'm done. Like, I don't don't need to do drugs anymore. Yeah. No, it's... I I did it all. It was it was it was really cool. I was with the ravers. Yeah. Yeah, with the goth kids. They took me in. Yeah. Because I couldn't really fit in with anybody. Did you like hang out at the cube ever? Yeah, Yeah. of course. Yeah. And not only that, there was like because you know a lot of those kids were like living on the streets. So I would I would go to all like the the kind of like youth centers. Mm -hmm. I would hang out there and like Mm -hmm. get free food, got condoms. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I learned about anal. Yeah. I learned about girls kissing girls. They were doing it. The cube. Oh my god. The cube. You know you can spin it. Yeah, I did know. Yeah, I did know. Yeah. And you know what's weird? I did not know that hanging out there. Oh, we knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I was in the village all the time. Yeah. I was in the village, I was in the meatpacking district. I was I was everywhere. It was it was just fun. It was fun. I missed those days. In New York. I mean, and then 9-11 came in and ruined everything. Yeah, 9-11 changed things for sure. We're going to have to get into it. Were you yeah. in New York on 9-11? I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I went to Washington Irving at the time. Oh, Remember okay. that school yeah, by Union yeah. Square? Yeah, yeah, It doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I man. saw it from my windows in 49th and 9th. Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> I know. Oh, this conversation got dark. Yeah, yeah, dark. Let's let's, let's go back to porn. Let's go back to porn. <laughs> bisexuality. I am having such a great time having bisex. Are like you for real. The best time in porn now. In than any other time. Than any other time. Because I actually I retired in 2016. I yep. was actually like I'm done. Yep. I remember. N- not coming back. Yep. And and when I what brought you back? Um. So around the time I was ready to start doing voiceover and whatnot, and then my mother was dying of cancer, and so I stepped up to the plate and took care of her. Yeah. It took all of my energy, which I probably did, and when she died, um, I got into this mindset that wasn't healthy, and I was like, okay, I got to get out of this. I'm going to work out, and I'm going to be good. I had no sex drive. I was not even thinking about that. Once I got to the point where I felt good about myself and I had a sex drive, I was like, well, I want to have sex, but I don't want to go out and date. It's too much work. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I can do a couple of porn shoots here and there and have a good time. If I get money, cool. That's a bonus. <laughs> and, and it's like, you've already done it. I've You're not gonna done it. I know the territory. <laughs> it's right there. I have the contacts. So literally, that's what it was. And I was like, well, I don't want to really do gay. I don't want to do straight. There's too much politics in both. I saw that they were shooting a lot more bi stuff. Like, yeah, I want to shoot bi porn. And I was just doing this every and now and then. And for anyone listening that doesn't know, bi porn is... Male, male, female. So it's a lot of cuckold stuff? Not necessarily. Oh. That's that's its own separate genre. Within bi porn? Or not even? So, no, not even. Not, not technically. It can be like you do forced bi. Okay. It's for her pleasure, not his. It's science. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's science. Yeah, if if, if science. If he puts it in his mouth, it's gay. If she puts it in your mouth, it's science. It's for her pleasure, not yours. <laughs> I, that's a running joke with people. I'm glad you left. <laughs> so, no, that's like his own separate kinky fetish. No, bi porn is basically everybody is into each Just other. It's truly it's three truly, people fucking. Exactly. Or four or five. Uh, or more so. Whatever. Yeah. But two yeah. men in it. Uh, to, specifically, the men are 
are engaging with yeah. each other with a female. And so I started shooting it every now and then. It was fun. And people were hitting me up. Are you coming back? I'm like, no, I'm just for a few people. Long story short, by the end of 2018, just by chance, uh, somebody asked me to do some content trade, some buy. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Not really having foresight of doing that. So I had some content and I put it up on Pornhub just to see if, whatever. I put up a POV blowjob. That one didn't do anything. But as soon as I posted the buy one, that mm-hmm. one exploded almost overnight. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. So I posted a couple of more. Just by accident, I shot these. I mean, I put it up. It was the same reac- reaction even more. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, let me let, let, let me yeah, let me shoot one and sell it. And I'm thinking to myself, this shit ain't going to be no one's gonna buy it yeah and people were eating it like hotcakes they were like oh my god this is amazing this is so real i can feel it i was overwhelmed yeah i'm like okay did that feel amazing yeah i did of course it did i people were entertained by what i was doing and what you wanted to be doing and what i wanted to be absolutely not conforming to and it was not even an ego thing it wasn't like oh like it was like Awesome! I'm so happy you're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. Like everyone can I, celebrate it together. Yeah, and there, and I realized there was a huge appetite for bisexuality, and I was already seeing it with like the studios that were shooting it. Mm-hmm. But I, and when I kept putting it, I mean, it just didn't let go. Who's it, the main demographic? Like, who's? I mean, oh, you know what? That, that's I hate a that hard question. one to say. Yeah. You know why? Because you would think it. It's men, and men are the ones that are really consuming it. But the, the response from women. Has That's been so much more than I've ever expected. Like I, I, I can show you my DMs. That's I, why I ask because pretty much like every guy I've ever dated, I've tried to like get him to try to corrupt. <laughs> try to corrupt. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be real. Try to corrupt and like I, I've all my ultimate fantasy is like fucking two dudes, right? Yeah. And not just getting fucked by two dudes, but those two dudes fucking. are fucking each other too. Yeah. And this is, and I'm not. I'm like. this is a lot of people's fantasy like i'm not like by any means special by saying this i've always known that regardless just from my own personal experience yeah when i saw that reaction from the female fans or the audience i i couldn't believe it i get offers all the time for buy threesomes women are hitting me up like oh my god i just found you you're so amazing i want to have a buy threesome so bad and this is I'm like, damn. But you know what? You know what? I'm just realizing, taking it back to like where I asked you if like the porn climate has changed in regards to being a bi performer. Mm -hmm. And like, I think the reason I'm probably like saying it feels so different to me is because. So when I was shooting mainstream porn, because like right now I'm just like only doing my own shit. I'm also in a monogamous relationship, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, whatever. But when I was back when I was shooting for a lot of different studios, um, before even my wicked contract, I always had this fantasy, but it was understood to me that I wasn't even supposed to ask if I could shoot this kind of scene. Right. None of the companies were shooting it. Yeah. None of the companies I was shooting right. for were shooting it. None of right. the mainstream companies were shooting it. I didn't even like dare ask Spiegler. You know what I mean? Like I knew the answer would be no. I don't. Know. However, now I feel like I could. How like now I feel like if I came back to shooting mainstream porn, I could totally be like, hey, Spiegler, but I want to shoot a buy scene. And I think he'd be like, all right, I'll give so and so a call, blah, blah, blah. I don't and think he'll, I ne- like I don't think he'll necessarily book it, but I think he because you have seniority, 
you're in that class of, well, you can do whatever you want. Right. There's a few of the girls. I'm with like the Dana D'Armonds. The Dana D'Armonds right? and the Aiden Stars. The Aiden and Stars. that you, you, you girls are in our own class. The younger sure. class may be a little bit different. I think we're also... But the younger class wants to shoot it. The So what's up with that? The younger class is so much fucking cooler than my generation. Because they're not because they're not growing including up myself. Right. Oh, I absolutely agree. They're not growing up with the same bullshit. We're as time is passing and social change is happening, they're not growing up with that same kind of bullshit propaganda. Like like saying IR interracial porn is like it was such a normal fucking way to describe black dude, and white it still girl. Is. And we it's not nearly as normal. I, hear, I am so I hear it embarrassed all the time. to say IR. Are you kidding? I still hear girls say it all the time. I just saw my first IR scene. Oh, that's so embarrassing and cringy to me now. It does. And like, like I always say this, and I've said this so many times on this podcast, but I can't say it enough. Like the thing I'm most embarrassed about in my entire porn career is that I, I promote, I did my first quote unquote IR scene and promoted it that way. Like I'm so embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. You I know, mean, you know why? Because you didn't know. It's, I didn't it's, know it's, any better. You, you didn't know any better. It's different if, if if this was a very coordinated thing. We all came into thinking a certain way. Times do change, and then you do learn. And and, and, and we it, get educated, and right? It, and, and it takes someone to be open enough and to learn mm-hmm. from your mistakes. I said many things in the past that you can't say today. I used to say tranny. I'm saying it for the context of this conversation. Right. But I thought that was regular. That right. was normal. We all did. That's yeah. what that genre was called. Right, or shemale. And yep. so that that's what it was. And it mm-hmm. wasn't until recently where people are like, no, it's that's a derogatory word. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, okay, what, what would you like? Trans, mm-hmm. trans female. In, in, in that way, being a public person really bites us in the ass because we've said so many things publicly that that – Many other people in the world were too. It's just that they're not on record saying it, right? Exactly. So I guess all we can do is educate ourselves and become better. I guess that's really all we can do. Absolutely. But, and so, but I wish I, I still, I just, it just like kills me that I did that. Well, you know. The, but, but we can, we all have regrets. Yeah. We can all look back and say, oh, I wish I would have done this or not done that. Yeah. But we did, and it's how we move forward and how right. we learn. And we've learned from it. Absolutely. And the so, next generation is better. I hope so. I pray to God that it helps so. But you know what? The, chin- the industry is changing in terms of performers having control over their careers. Mm-hmm. Now anybody can go on a social platform and create their own content. Yep. Not, they don't have to be beholden to the studios. Yep. You know, and, and I think that's actually a great thing because the studios will still be around. They'll still be able to do their thing. Sure. But I think the the almost the monopoly of the studios telling you what to do and how to do it mm-hmm. that's be- almost becoming obsolete. Mm-hmm. Now a performer can really say, "I am not going to do this. I want to do this," mm-hmm. and I think that's great. Will I see it in my current porn career in the next couple of years? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. But I would like to think. But it- also, maybe it happened. It moved slow and then fast. No. Yeah, maybe in the next five, ten years. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll be around that long but who you knows think? i don't know i don't, I don't know. know i don't know i mean i'm 35 now yeah i don't know if i want to do this at 40 mm-hmm. i might have a different hat by then mm-hmm. um but to be honest with you i i'm not even thinking about that right now i'm thinking about i want to make good buy porn yeah and i'm just gonna have fun and, and you're doing it and i'm doing it <laughs> and so i can't i don't want to put focus on all that because it's distracting yeah i i i <sighs> I kind of feel like that hat should be worn by the younger generation. Mm-hmm. You want to push it, you go and do that. 
I'm right here if you want assistance, if you need advice. But I'm just going to shoot it. And like, I know like, I, I can see that it makes you a little bit uncomfortable when I say words like pioneer and stuff like in regards to I, yourself. I know, I can, I can see that. However, like you have to know that the next generation, like when they're like, when they're much more progress, progressive than us doing whatever the fuck they want, they're going to be like, oh yeah, Wolf Hudson was doing it way before anyone. He, he was doing it back when people were still talking shit. And they're going to be like in disbelief that there was ever a time like that. And that's cool. No, that that's that's cool. If I if I have any kind of influence and, and I inspire, fantastic. It's like I've heard a few people say the same basically the same thing you're saying and yeah. and like you're a pioneer and I'm like, Oh that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> but and then they'll say like, Oh, you're the the, the the biggest name doing that and I'm like, I don't wanna be the biggest name. I hope people are watching and they're like, I wanna shoot it. Yeah. So then there's more good by porn out there. I don't yeah. wanna I don't wanna be the only cat in the class yeah. doing it. Yeah. No, because then I get to enjoy it. I can watch some by point and be like, oh, God, <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah. Like, like, what's the guy in the porno masturbating to? Yeah, there's, there's I don't want to be the right only now. one because I don't want to just watch myself. I mean, come on. I don't have an ego. Well, sometimes. All right, so come on, people. Step it up. Step it up. Shoot some by porn. I need some spank bank. I'll pay for it. Jeez. So that being said, where can they see your by porn? You can see me on Pornhub slash Model Hub. Um, basically, just type in Wolf and you will definitely find myself yeah yeah, readily available (laughs) on all your Pornhub channels and what about your social media my social media on Twitter uh, Wolf Hudson is by Instagram uh, Wolf Rapture Tube awesome thank you so much for joining us and educating us this has been a very enlightening conversation thank you so much thanks Wolf bye bye